0: Good morning, welcome to Sunday School at Second Baptist. I'm glad you could be with me this morning. We are experiencing a lot of COVID in our community right now. And I know that um, there may be some people watching from home that normally do come to Sunday School um, most recently. But if we can all be safe and and careful, then maybe this um, surge can Go ahead and pass through our community and we can be back to normal soon we're praying for all of those people who've been affected by the virus some of some people have lost loved ones and um, it is a very difficult time for everyone so we're, we're continuing our study in Ecclesiastes today and this uh, today lesson comes from chapter 7 in Ecclesiastes as Solomon has been studying everything in the world and all the different aspects of human behavior and human activity, we today the the lesson that we have he seems to be making some contrasts between things, and in a way this. Um, lesson kind of reminds me of the book of proverbs at times in some of the things that he said and particularly if you look at the beginning of chapter 7 which is not covered in our lesson um, we start at verse 11 but at the beginning of chapter 7 there are several things that he contrasts back and forth Um, the it's it's better to listen to the rebuke of a wise man than for one to listen to the Song of Fools um, and, you know, things like that. And there's a couple of them that I'll read. Uh-oh, I forgot to silence my phone. Hang on. Sorry about that. Those phones will be the, um, they're, they're very useful tools, aren't they? When they, uh, when they work and they help us and other times they just uh, can be an aggravation. Um, so there are a couple of verses then in, in chapter 7 before the lesson that I wanted to read. Uh, verse 9 says, do not be eager in your heart to be angry, for anger resides in the bosom of fools. That one, you know, among others, really reminded me of the book of Proverbs. Um, because, you know, it, it, the way that it's written. But then the lesson of it is very important for us. Don't be eager to be angry. Eager. Um, you know, you see some people who, become angry very quickly they have a short fuse we might say and that so solomon is reminding us that that's not a good way to be that uh you know you can cause yourself problem and he says for anger resides in the bosom of fools you know i often have have thought that uh anger is the result of unmet expectations and sometimes anger towards god because we god is not doing something that we think he should or has not done something that we thought he should have done and then anger towards parents or whatever children and you know it's it's often because we had an expectation of something and then it did not happen the way that that we thought and it makes us angry May you know i have a i have a temper just like everybody else um and then let's look on it then at verse uh 10 it says do not say why is it that the former days were better than these for it is not from wisdom that you ask about this i thought that was an interesting statement he says you know don't sit around saying oh the good old days were a whole lot better than now he says it's not from wisdom that you say something like that and honestly (laughs) we've said that a lot lately haven't we and so you know that whole that little verse right there could be the whole lesson today as we would examine why Solomon said it's not wise to say that or it's not from wisdom that you would say that um Perhaps, you know, because um, there were problems back in the good old days, too. You know, but you you don't tend to remember the problems. You just remember, have the fond memories a lot of times. And maybe that's the reason that he said it. But there, you know, there could be other things we could talk about on that. But let's go ahead then and start on the lesson. I'm going to read the first two verses of our lesson, verses 11 and 12. Wisdom along with an inheritance is good and an and, and advantage to those who see the sun. For wisdom is protection just as money is protection. But the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of its possessors. So, he is equating kind of wisdom with an inheritance wisdom along with an inheritance he says is a good thing um, and then he goes on to say wisdom is protection and I thought about the the strong families as as you try to be good parents and good leaders for your children and you try to pass down that wisdom and knowledge to your children to to try to help them to avoid some of the problems in life and how that wisdom that you pass down is an inheritance to them it is just as much a part of their inheritance as if you were to give them money because it is a valuable thing um a child that is raised without wise uh, input into their life Is going to do just whatever they feel like is right you know and and often that's not going to be the right thing and we see that sometimes and so I never really thought about the idea of your wisdom or your advice for your children and grandchildren being an inheritance for them something that is of value and so I thought that was kind of a nice uh, verse we should inherit wisdom from our parents i say should because we sometimes uh people choose to ignore the wisdom that the the elders give and when they ignore the wisdom then they're setting themselves up for a problem aren't they um because what is it what is the saying um that um, history repeats itself and you know if you don't learn from the uh, wisdom of others then you're likely to repeat the same mistakes uh, that they might have already made and that's why they have the wisdom to tell you that that's not a good way to do or to be or whatever okay let's look at verse 13. this is one of those rhetorical questions that solomon says consider the work of god for who is able to straighten what he has bent so now he's talking about and i I think parts of this chapter it's kind of like here's a thought here's a thought here's a thought and they do kind of all go together along the same theme. but um you know that this is a different thought then consider the work of god who is able to straighten what he has bent and it and the answer is nobody. You know, we can't, if, if God wants something to be a certain way, uh, we can't force it to be differently. Um, and, you know, Solomon also could not. And then verse 14, in the day of prosperity, now this is related, I think, to 13 that we just read about God, uh, what God does. You know, we can't change it. In the day of prosperity, be happy. But in the day of adversity, consider, God has made the one as well as the other, so that man would not discover anything that will be after him. So, you know, what he's saying is, um, when you have a good day, a prosperous day, then be happy about it. But when you have a bad day, Accept it and you know, maybe you won't be happy about it but you must consider that God made the good day and He's also made the day that had something bad in it and God I guess this goes back to the discussion about the fact that God has a much bigger picture in mind than we do and he he works all things together where we only look at our current and present situation for ourselves and how it affects us or relates to us or our family and that's about as far as we look a lot of times but God is seeing things in a different perspective and and we need to accept um, and not get bent out of shape when a bad day comes along because God has also made that day and it's a day that we still honor and trust God uh, to take care of us and see us through it and then we'll go on to verses 15 to 18 and this is where our lesson no I'm sorry there's another little section okay 15 to 18 I have seen everything during my lifetime of futility there is a righteous man who perishes in his righteousness and there is a wicked man who prolongs his life in his wickedness. Do not be excessively righteous, and do not be overly wise. Why should you ruin yourself? Do not be excessively wicked, and do not be a fool. Why should you die before your time? It is good that you grasp one thing, and also not let go of the other. For the one who fears God comes forth with both of them. So, here you can really see how solomon is contrasting things one against the other and he says you know in his life of observation he has seen a, a righteous man who dies young and he's seen a wicked man who seemed to have a prolonged life and still remained wicked you know and it i guess what he's really saying is it doesn't really make sense on human terms And then he goes on with this uh admonition you know not to be excessively righteous or overly wise it reminded me of a time that um, we met a a lady a young lady and she was she was like uh, um excessively in your face talking about the bible or talking about jesus and you know it was her enthusiasm she was not trying to be obnoxious but in a way she was being obnoxious with it because she was very aggressive with it she she met us and we were strangers and yet she started to aggressively you know try to instruct us about the bible and she was younger than us you know and in the course of the conversation, she made this comment that I have never forgotten. She said that her sister told her that she was oversaved. <laughs> I had never heard that that phrase before. She was oversaved. And I you know, I think she had been doing the same thing to the sister that she was doing to us. and it it was, you know, it was almost like being excessively righteous like Solomon warns against because you know you can be so pious so uh looking at yourself as being almost perfect and then the the next step is obviously to look down on others I mean it's it's much of a temptation I guess to do that and we do see that sometimes you know with um, people and I won't bring up any more examples um, and then after that he says don't be excessively wicked and do not be a fool why should you die before your time and I thought this was a very timely statement um, you know if a person is excessively wicked doing excessively wicked things he's liable to die before his time. And if a person is exceedingly foolish, or he just says, do not be a fool. So if a person, let's say, is very foolish, they make foolish decisions, even though they're not necessarily wicked decisions, but very foolish decisions, you can also get yourself killed, can't you? Or you can die before your time. I had a discussion with someone the other day, you know, about how God has an expiration date on us. He knows when that is going to come to pass, like the Bible says. But at the same time, you know, can we do something that causes us to die before it was God's time for us? And I don't know the answer to that. Um, You know, God knows everything. And I suppose he knows maybe he has a uh, time that he has planned for us that would be the time that we would die but then we could do something that would shorten the time or cause us to die before our time as Solomon puts it so that's something to think about in these days and every day as we make decisions about health and safety But also, um, you know, many other things that are going on in our society these days. The other thing that I thought about as I was reading this little section was that we um, we have a stewardship over our lives. I guess that, you know, I've never thought of it in that way with that word. But it just kind of came to me that way, that we have a stewardship over our lives. We, God has entrusted us this time on earth to live this life, and He has given it to us for a purpose and a reason. He has things that He wishes for us to do, and we have stewardship over our lives. And that, that involves a lot of things, you know. It could involve... um taking good care of ourselves so that we are able to do all the things that God intends for us to do. And, you know, I'm pointing the finger at me on that because I'm, you know, I could, uh, I could very well say, okay, drop 50 pounds and you would be a healthier person. And I hope one day I can do that. But, you know, to think about it along those terms of stewardship, that God has entrusted this life to us and we should not just willy-nilly throw it away for in, in, in under any circumstances you know by um overeating by alcoholism or whatever it might be you know it's a, it's a trust that he has given us if you think about it that way it makes it puts a little different spin on it And then the last uh, bit that our lesson covers is verses 19 to 22. Let me read those. Wisdom strengthens a wise man more than ten rulers who are in a city. Indeed, there is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and who never sins. Also, do not take seriously all words which are spoken, so that you will not hear your servant cursing you for you have you also have realized that you likewise have many times cursed others um so he he you know makes a statement about wisdom strengthening a wise man making him strong more than 10 rulers in a city so very strong um but then in contrast he also says there is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and who never sins. And I think that is a true statement from Solomon. There, there's, there's another place in the Bible where it says there's none righteous, no, not one. No matter how hard we try, no matter how much we try to obey God, we never uh, are going to um get everything right we're not going to be perfect and anyone who thinks they're perfect there you go <laughs> that's that's the beginning of their uh admission of guilt you know because the bible clearly says there's none perfect no not one and so we do our best and we try to use the wisdom that God has given us. But we also um, have to remind ourselves and we have to balance it out as we're talking about balance. We have to balance it out and know that no matter how hard we try, don't let it go to your head. And then this last bit that he had mentioned uh, where he says don't take seriously all the words that are spoken so you will not hear your servant cursing you i i did not remember ever having read that before but i thought that was a interesting statement and it's true there are things that people say and the best way to deal with it is just to let it let it pass just ignore it don't dwell on it don't pick at it don't feel that everything that person says has to be perfect toward you you know just let it slide and keep going and that is a good attitude to have in life because if we pick at everything that everybody says then pretty soon we we'll have an argument with someone won't we and it says because if you don't if you don't um sort of ignore some things that are spoken you may hear your servant cursing you and that was just an example i guess you know of the fact that people are going to say some things sometimes they might even let it slip they they really don't maybe didn't mean it or maybe they did but you can't let that ruin your day you know you just have to let it slide and just keep on going and then it says you have likewise many times cursed others i don't know (laughs) that i've cursed others before but i know there have been times where i complained about others that i probably should not have been complaining about that person you know and so in that way truly um we do curse others you know we talk bad about others and um you know if they ever accidentally hear us say it or know that we've said it then it can cause a big problem and so you know if we would all i guess give each other a little more grace uh and encourage each other i like to say uh to help that person be the best version of themselves that they can be then we'll all get along a lot better and just let everything else just kind of slide on by, and that that's a good way to to handle life and keep your keep your wits about you. So that's the end of our lesson for today. Um, you you might want to go on and read to the end of the chapter, and then we're going to skip over chapter eight and go to chapter nine. So next week we'll be in chapter nine. So if you want to read chapter eight read through it because there's good stuff in every chapter of ecclesiastes and you know i hate to skip anything but in the interest of time we have to and so just um just go ahead and read forward and then i'll see you next time thank you for being with me